Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my good friend and my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to talk about our thoughts and reflections on the latest movie called Bullet Train. Some are calling it the last blockbuster of the summer. Last blockbuster of the summer? Okay, is this really a blockbuster though? Like, would you consider it a blockbuster? I mean, it's a Brad Pitt uh, action movie, so it's it's definitely up there. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I I never really consider this to be a blockbuster because summer doesn't technically end until like September twenty first. So we have a little wiggle room there to get a few more films in, but. The problem is, I don't know what else is coming out. <laughs> I mean, what, there's Bodies, Bodies, Bodies uh, coming, but that's more of an indie film, which we'll be covering. But I I guess it is the last blockbuster. I don't know. Is there anything else coming in, like, September that we need to uh, keep our eyes open for? Um, I'll take a look. But I uh, know next week we got Beast. Don't know. How big that'll be. Beast. Idris Elba versus Lion. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. I was going to say that sounds kind of familiar. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was showing in my theater. I think everyone's just excited for Wakanda Forever and especially the new Avatar. At least I am. But, yeah, I'm definitely excited for for both Wakanda Forever and for Avatar 2. Uh, is it The Way of Water or The Way of the Water? I think it's The Way of Water. I can't yeah, I'm not really seeing anything for September. There's Don't Worry, Darling. Oh, okay. Okay. Come I don't on. really see anything else. That I'm very excited for. What when is that supposed to drop in September? 23rd. Ah, okay. So technically it's a fall movie, so But I wouldn't call that a blockbuster either. No, but it's a pretty stacked cast. Ah, well, there's that new movie with Christian Bale coming out as well, isn't it? I don't know if it's coming out September though, but I don't know. It is what it. I guess Bullet Train is the last, it, <laughs> the last uh, blockbuster of the summer. I don't really know if I would call this a blockbuster, but people are gonna go see it. So I mean, I I had some fun with it for sure. Uh, but before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. Or you can email us at filmoptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, how was your weekend? I know we're we're kind of off on our schedule right now. Like usually this will be done on a Monday, but we're recording on a Tuesday, releasing on a Wednesday. I feel like our mojo has been thrown off here a little bit, but how's your weekend been? What have yeah, you been watching? Like I feel like it's been a while. I don't know. I guess I guess that's what happens when you do recordings for the future. Yeah, yeah, because we um our prey review is out for the world. Yeah, it looks like our our decision to recover prey early was is definitely paying off now. Yeah, it definitely is cuz I think that was it, it was about 6 days ago is when we released it. So, I guess we are technically ahead almost, but <laughs> It's kind of weird to think about, but it's really great to see how Prey um, that is now streaming on Hulu and on Disney Plus, depending on uh, what region you live in, is doing so well. It's the most uh, streamed movie and slash of any movie or series premiere 
on Hulu, which is actually pretty awesome. I, I like that a lot. Like it, it's the most watched premiere of anything on Hulu when it comes to TV or movie of all time. So that is pretty freaking amazing. Um, but yeah, I kind of want to watch it again. Did you watch, uh, with the Kamachi, um, subtitles? I have not. I haven't either. And I think I want to do that, um, my second time and then go back through and do a, an English cooldown. <laughs> but hopefully we'll get a Blu-ray release of this. I mean, it is a shame that this did not see theaters, but I mean, I got, I kind of understand with the whole like, you know, prequel thing where it's like, well, is it going to do well? We don't really know, but I mean, dumping it on streaming services for the world to see is also a good thing, but it's just, you know, if, it's it's one or the other. Either you put it in theaters and it does really well, but not as many eyes are going to go see it because it's not at home as of yet. But it is what it is. But it would have been pretty awesome to see it in theaters. Maybe they'll re-release it in theaters for people to go see. There's always that option. So, But as I digress, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about Bullet Train here on the podcast. Um, so we're just going to kind of get into this one. Uh, this one's been getting a lot of mixed uh, mixed feelings here and there. It's a lot of fun, but we'll definitely get into it. So, Devin, are you ready to just dive in to our review of Bullet Train? I am ready, Lemon. <laughs> All right. Was it Tangerine? Yep. <laughs> yeah, Tangerine. Tangerine, I'll, I'll okay. Aaron Taylor Johnson at any point in life i totally forgot that he was british like i forgot that he was i forgot you would he think was Brian tyree henry is yeah you would think but so he, I pulled, he killed it yeah i was gonna say for his accent like usually americans do not do the uh the british accent well that was actually a very tab accent right there but i'm just goofing around but yeah i i think they both killed it we got uh tangerine and lemon c- coming at us so Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to Bullet Train. Talk to me. I am ready. You are getting the new and improved me. Because if you put peace out in the world, you get peace back. I think you might be forgetting what you do for a living. Take the gun. Every job I do, somebody dies. I'm not that guy anymore. Some conflicts require a gun. Hey, this is nice. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. You just heard a little snippet of the trailer from Bullet Train, and the cast is as follows. Uh, the director is David uh, Leach and is written by Zach Okowitz. And the story is as follows. Five assassins aboard a fast-moving bullet train to find out their mission has something in common. And the cast is as follows as well. We have Brad Pitt, Joey King, Aaron Taylor Johnson, and Brian Tyree Henry, just to name a few. I feel like my dyslexia was actually setting in for a second because I like I wanted to say uh, Anya Taylor Joy <laughs> instead of Aaron Taylor Johnson. I'm like Those this Taylors. is yeah yeah they're both Taylors. It's been such a weird day for me, but 
Yes, as I mentioned before, we're going to be doing our bullet train review. Uh, the way this is going to go down, we go into our initial reactions first, which is our non-spoiler section. And then we'll get into a little bit of spoilers here or there, uh, depending on if there's a lot to talk about. Uh, we'll get into a few Easter eggs, hit our final thoughts and our ratings, and then... We bid you adieu. So, Devin, I'm just going to pass it over to you so you can give your initial reactions for Bullet Train. Yeah, going into this movie, I love the setup for it. I love the idea of, of Brad Pitt being kind of just like this unlucky uh, hitman who just wants to get out of the life and is working more on just becoming a better person. And he's taking therapy. He's, he's learning all these techniques to try to to work through things throughout without conflict. And he's trying to, to do that with these people on this train, but nobody's having it. And it's, it's just an entertaining movie at the end of the day. That's because I saw this from my dad. And after that, we just kind of looked at each other and said, well, that was entertaining. Like it's kind of all you really needed from this movie. Like, of course there's some issues with the story, just kind of kind of coming together at, at the wrong time. And then there's just a lot of characters that they had to try to juggle and balance that not all of them got the, the amount of time that, that they probably should, should have deserved. But other than that, it was a good time. Um, a lot of good action, obviously, from uh, you, you expect that from David Leach. He's done the Deadpool movies, um, as well as some other things uh, like Atomic Blonde, John Wick, stuff like that. So he's a pro when it comes to action and stunt work. Um, I just wish a couple of the characters got some more shine, um, especially Zazie, Zazie Beats, like, she was pretty prominent in the trailer and then just nothing in the movie, really. Like, five minutes, it felt like. Other than that, uh, t Tangerine and Lemon stole the show, even though there were a few too many Thomas Think Engine jokes. I, I forgive them because of how well they played off of each other and their chemistry. And um, we can get into some more of it later, but I, I just found it entertaining overall. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there, Devin. Um, I didn't really know what to make of this movie when it first came out. I mean, we kept seeing the trailers like over and over and over. It was again. a great first trailer. It was like I was actually pretty excited about it. And I was like, when is this coming out? Like, I felt like I've been watching the trailers forever. And then out of nowhere, it was just like, oh, it's here um, for for me. I, I really feel like um I feel like this movie is kind of like a it's it's a train ride that you enjoy, but it's more so of it's it's it feels like an overblown like train ride or like an overblown joy ride where like you said there are so many characters uh within this movie and it's it's runtime is about 2 hours and 6 minutes Feels a little bit longer than that, though. I'm not going to lie. For whatever reason, um, there's a lot of nonlinear storytelling within this movie, which I always enjoy. Uh, I think it was handled uh, very well here because Quentin Tarantino is one of my favorite directors. But um, yeah, I feel like there were a few characters that could have gotten a little bit more shine. Uh, just like you said with Zazie Beats, like I was actually kind of looking forward more to her character because they they definitely use Sandra Bullock and Zazie Beats in the marketing a lot more than like it just made me feel like they were going to be in the movie a little bit more. But like you said, you know, I mean, Brad Pitt is pretty much phenomenal in every single movie that he's in. He he was great. He was so funny in this. Oh yeah. 
like my my audience was was chuckling like pretty much every single joke that he was throwing, and then like you said, you know we have uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, not Anya, not Anya Taylor Joy, um, <laughs> it's Tangerine and Brian Tyree Henry as Lemon, you know the uh, the two bros in this uh, in this movie, and you know they, they got each other's backs. It was I thought it was kind of clever, you know. I haven't sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, it was, it was also surprisingly heartwarming. Like their their relationship, didn't expect that. I I liked how you know, like you said, you know, the Thomas Tank engine. It was clever because oh, huh, we're on a train. Yeah, the first few times it was like okay, yeah, yeah, we get it. But then they just kept going back to it over and over. Over like, and wow. over. There's a lot of references, and of course, uh, uh Kenner Fukara, uh. She's in this as well, which was a surprise, as well as a few other uh, surprises in this movie. I'm not going to lie. I was very um, like, yeah, this movie has a lot of actors scratching each other's backs um, based on past things, past favors that are being made up for, it seems like. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the entire cast is stacked, you know, I mean. Yeah, Michael Shannon's in this movie. You know, like we said, Joey King as well. She did a phenomenal job. Uh, Andrew uh, Koji. Yeah, I was just going to mention two of the under more underutilized actors they got were Andrew Koji and Hiroyuki, Hiroyuki Sonata, because mm-hmm. those are two of the best martial artists that we have going, and they didn't really get used much as far as like any fight scenes or anything. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Yeah, and like we said, I, I think David Leach did a really good job with the movie that he was given like this is like an over-the-top like like you said it, it is so it's so entertaining that like you kind of overlook its flaws just because of how crazy and ridiculous that it is and it, it's, it's just a good time of a movie that it's you know this is distributed by columbia pictures which is a sony company yeah there's actually quite a few uh Kind of Sony tryouts, you could say, in this movie. Uh, I was looking into it, and um, apparently after seeing his scenes in this movie, Sony, that's the reason Sony reached out to Aaron Taylor Johnson to be Craven the Hunter, because of they impressed him from this movie. Well, technically, it's Craven the Vegan Hunter. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but also, um, Bat, Bad Bunny's in this one, and that, that might have been his tryout for El Muerto coming if that ever comes. Oh yeah. I remember that. Mm, man, that puts it down on things. That's okay though. But it, yeah, overall bullet train is a, it, it, it is a fun joy ride, but I say it's like overblown just because there are a lot of characters you have to follow here. And you know, there, there is a lot of back and forth when it comes to the nonlinear storytelling, which does make sense. It's just a little bit hard to follow at first, but then when it starts to like, you know, hit its stride, you know, towards, I would say like maybe towards like the middle of the second act into the third act onward towards the end is where it really, you know, shines, but it's just so over the top. But man, I feel like we just, we got to talk about some of these spoilers because there's actually things to spoil in this movie, which is insane. Yeah, so, it's nice. I know. I'm like uncharted. It's like there was, or more of it. There was nothing like this is, the one Sony movie that we finally get where there's actually something to talk about during the spoiler section. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is your first spoiler warning for Bullet Train again. That is your second spoiler warning for Bullet Train. So, if you haven't seen it, turn back now, grab the family, grab your mother, grab your brother, grab your lover, 
and head on to the movie theater and watch Bullet Train. So um, there's two things I want to talk about. <laughs> the um, <laughs> the two cameos in this entire movie and blew me out of the water because I had no clue. Very unexpected. But then once you think about it, you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense because of what Brad Pitt did for them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so like, I mean, Channing Tatum popping up. I was like, yo, what? Like that, it was just so random, but it felt like his element um, of a movie. Just, like, just I really, the horny train, just the horny train ride guy. <laughs> he was in it quite a bit, a few times. It kind of passed by his, uh, his card a few times there. And then we get the man, the myth, the legend, Ryan Reynolds. One like, frame of Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> just because Brad Pitt gave them one frame of Brad Pitt for Deadpool 2. The perfect trade. My uh, my mom came into town this weekend, and I took her to go see it. And I like freaked out when I saw Ryan Reynolds and Channing Tatum. She's like, what? I'm like, you don't, you wouldn't understand. It's fine. But it's, yeah, it is nice how they're having that nice little trade-off, you know, when it comes to Deadpool and whatnot. It's just such a great time. But yeah, um, those are two really nice surprises uh, within this movie. And I guess we have to talk about the big bad, which is uh, Michael Shannon. So what did you think about his performance? Uh, that's that's also another complaint I would have. I just feel like, I mean, obviously we love Michael Shannon. Like he's an amazing actor, but I feel like for this role, it just didn't really work out because he's not, he's just not known for being a big like fight scene, like martial arts or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is true. I mean, it was cool to see him as like the big bad. Um, I, I was very excited when we finally saw, you know, Karen, uh, Furukara, and then of course Zazie Beats. I was looking for her, like the entire movie, and yeah, she she got killed way too fast. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she was in that big plushy doll. I was like, okay, that's and they hyped funny. her up too because like she she's like she's the Hornet. She she kills people with snake venom. And they're setting yeah. up snake the whole movie too, but like she's <laughs> she's just gone. I love it how Brad Pitt just like he's completely unharmed. Like for a man who is like a pacifist and like doesn't you know he's always drawing bad luck towards his way he made it out of there alive <laughs> i love how he accidentally accidentally killed bad bunny that was hilarious that was just a straight up accident <laughs> it was funny yeah i really liked uh, the hornet as zazie beats though like i mean i love you know i wish we would have got more of like the plush you know character that she was playing but I understand, you know, it's it's a pretty big task to, you know, give everyone their due diligence. But I will say Joey King did a fantastic job as well. Um, you know, a lot is funny little uh, what did what did Lemon say that he's like mesmerized by like white girl tears or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? This is so weird. But Brian Tyree Henry's um his his accent, what what did you think of it? Do you think it was good, bad, kind of just so so? Yeah, it was great. And uh, along with Joey King's, they both kind of killed the the accent there. Oh, is Joey King not British? She is American. Oh. Californian. Californian. Okay. Oh, that's right. She was in The Conjuring, the movie I never watched. Um, (laughs) I forgot about that. Um, Yeah. She's in those terrible kissing booth movies. Isn't there a third one coming out of that? Probably. I've not seen Probably. them. There, yeah. there already is a third one, actually. That came out 2021. Oh, man. They're pumping yeah, them out one a- per year, basically. 
One per year. Yeah. I mean, really says something about Netflix, man. You know, <laughs> all these other great TV shows and movies, movie series are getting canceled. <laughs> Well, Kissing Booth is prancing around, getting quite possibly it's, getting it's cheap and it's easy. It's, it's all it comes down to. Yeah, you dump it on, uh, dump it on the uh, on the old streaming service, and you're all good to go. Oh, she was in Crazy Stupid Love for a little bit, uh, Joey King. Okay, and then she was also in, or I said The Conjuring. There's something else I thought I saw her in. She was in Slender Man. Oh no. I never saw that one, but it's summer of of three. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, and she's also in the Bayou, but yeah. So, you know, but she did a really great job. Honestly, it's been a while since I've seen a American actor or actress, or I'll just call him an actor because at the end of the day, everybody's an actor. Um, It's been a while since I've seen like an American actor perform such a convincing British accent. I think the last one that comes to mind for me, at least was um, Emma stone in the favorites. Cause I think she did a fantastic job. I, I believe she was quite, I think she was the only American on that entire set. So, but yeah, I mean, Joey King did a fantastic job at first with Brian Tyree's character. I didn't realize that he was British, like in the trailer, but then obviously, you know, watching it, um. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been killing it so far. They're just chumming it up the whole time. Apparently, they became best buds while they're filming it. Really, really, that's awesome. So I will say, <laughs> there's one part in this movie. Before we move on to our final thoughts here, do you remember in um, Umbrella Academy season three when Klaus is in the elevator <laughs> and he's wrapped up in the rug and he like he's supposedly dead. Because Diego thinks that, you know, his brother's dead to find him there. Uh, yep, Diego's, just like Lemon. <laughs> that's exactly what, as soon as he came out of it, I was like, oh man, Lemon's dead. And then he's like, Ooh. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I was so surprised by that. I <laughs> also got to mention how, how the water bottle had its own montage and introduction. Yeah. Yes, the water bottle. <laughs> the water bottle, indeed, for sure. But yeah, I just thought it was great, great fun. Um, but overall, let's actually uh, get into our final thoughts and our ratings, and we'll kind of close out here. So, Devin, I'll pass it back over to you so you can give your final thoughts and ratings, then I'll give mine, and then we will uh, get up on out of here. Yeah, at the end of the day, overall, just kind of a entertaining summer movie always love brad pitt i want to see him more i don't know what he's planning on doing next but need more brad and then just a great ensemble cast some of which were under underutilized which ended up being kind of the the major issue but nonetheless still a great cast of characters here i uh, really enjoyed this one um I, I, w- I was seeing a lot of comparisons to tarantino but it's like He's not the only one that does non-linear storytelling and and like quippy dialogue. Like he doesn't doesn't own that, so it's like there's no need to compare. 
just like Zack Snyder doesn't um, own slow-mo shots <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. People are like, oh, my God, Zack Snyder's a visionary. Look at these amazing slow-mo shots. He made them, you know, what they are. I'm like, well, he didn't invent them, but he, I, it is what it is. But I do agree with you that, you know, some people do need to, you know, there's a few critics out there that I've seen make that comparison as well. But, yeah, for my um, – oh, I'm sorry. What was your ratings? Yeah, as far as the score, I'll go with like a solid 78, like just mm. entertaining, has some flaws, but at the end of the day, you're glad you saw it and it was just a good time. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Uh, for me, for my final thoughts, they pretty much echo Devin's. Like I thought it was a great time. Uh, like I said before, it feels a bit overblown, a bit bloated um, at times when it comes to just, you know, introducing all these characters they didn't do such a great job between balancing, you know, the screen time between each character. I feel like, you know, if you have someone like Zazie Beats um, and Karen Fukuhara, like you, you use them to like their, the, the best of their ability, like especially Sandra Bullock, like she's in this movie, but more as like a disembodied voice. But overall, I thought it was really entertaining. Like if, if this like popped up on streaming, somewhere um or like i mean i don't watch cable anymore but if it did if i was at like you know my aunt's house or like my my cousin's house or something and it just came on tv for whatever reason i would sit down and watch it or like this is the ultimate movie that that comes on on like fx or tnt or something you just you just have it on and just let it play yeah Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, I definitely would. Cause it's just, it's one of those movies where you can kind of like, you know, if you're doing something and you can have it serve as like background music or, you know, if someone hasn't really watched it, it's, it is one of those movies where it's like, Hey, like, I think this is entertaining and entertaining enough for people to, for me to recommend this to my friends and my family and to my peers and whoever else like coworkers and whatnot. So Definitely a, a great movie. Um, as far as the score, I would probably just give it a probably just like a solid like 70. You know, the um, the cameos are great. It's just like it's it's, it's an entertaining movie. Um, not a, at all what I was expecting, but, you know, it, it, it does it, it does what it's supposed to do. Like you said, Devin, like I was entertained. Job well done. There's nothing super deep about this movie. Everything's explained to you in a very nonlinear format. Um, if you like that kind of storytelling, then this is kind of the movie for you. So with that said, that pretty much concludes our episode here of bullet train on the podcast. And if you liked what you've heard here on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be, make sure to share an episode of the film optics podcast with a movie lover and need. And now that we are back, which feels like a six day hiatus for us, but not really. But uh, we do have a few things that are coming out that we're going to be covering. We're going to be covering Netflix's Sandman uh, series adaptation, which I've only seen the first episode because I was extremely busy this past weekend. But uh, Devin only has one more to go. And if Devin's finishing it, it, it must be good. I mean, I think I think Devin hit the jackpot here when he when he uh, recommended that. 
and as well, we're going to be uh, covering uh, Bodies, 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 which is like the new A24 slasher movie that's going to be hitting theaters this coming weekend of August um, August 12th. Um, and then we're going to be covering things as such as like Andor. We got a new Star Wars series coming back out. So we're going to be diving into that. We're going to be diving into She-Hulk as well. Um, and for what is out as of right now, our Prey review, which is not spoiler, by the way. So you should definitely go check that out. Um, is out on the podcast for people to listen to on podcast platforms around the internet, as well as our Nope review that is out now and our avatar the last airbender book one water review uh, we're going to be uh, covering book two for avatar the last airbender very soon i believe it'll be hitting sometime around mid-august so definitely keep a lookout for that on twitter um, for us over at film optics again that's optics with an x and that pretty much concludes everything here today we hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. We'll see you guys in the next one.